Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. <laughs> okay, uh, welcome back to episode 26. Today is the day, the episode. Shit. Okay, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just flustered again. Welcome back to episode 26. Uh, I'm Zach. I'm here with Spencer and Jay. So, hello, boys. Hey, guys. Hello. We made it half a year. <laughs> six yeah. months. Yeah, six months. Can episode you believe 26. it? Episode 26. Um, I was stuck in my room with possible COVID. And I was like, hey, guys, you guys want to do a podcast? And now we're stuck in my basement with a guy who thinks the Broncos are good. <laughs> okay. Which is but- worse, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get into that shit show. Um, so, anyway, we are 3 is Talk Sports. Thank you guys for listening. Go to follow. Go on our show, socials. Social media. I'm That's what he's trying right to say. Yeah. Uh, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, make sure you guys follow that. Uh, at 3 Three Idiot Sports on Twitter, okay? But then if you go Instagram and Facebook, just put Three Idiot Sports in there. You'll find that. Hit the follow button. Thank you guys that uh, has hit and have hit that follow button and everything else. We are gaining followers really well. We are tr- trending up pretty good. Um, but uh, we need a little push, right? Uh, again, so thank you guys for that. And uh, episodes are every Saturday at noon Eastern Time. Yee. Yeah. So, um, Yee. but uh, be sure to use the code Three Idiots. On lifefuels.com. Get that code. It's simple. You get 10% off. Anything over 100 bucks. It helps you guys. It helps us. It helps Life Fuels. It's all. It's just a perfect combination. So we appreciate Life Fuels for doing our doing the partnership with us. And um, so let's get into it. Uh, week one, NFL football came back. <sighs> I'm gonna sit back and take this beating. <laughs> How did you guys like <laughs> week one? <laughs> well. Besides the Lions losing, that really sucked, but I guess that's normal. Yeah. I did get to see the 13-3 and Denver Express going off the rails in the first game of the year, so that filled me with joy. After Tennessee tried to hand them a gifted win. Multiple times. Three missed field goals and a missed extra point, and Drew Locke still choked on a big old you-know-what. Yep. My name's Drew Locke, and I threw for 200 yards. <laughs> you know who did better than Drew Locke this week? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, you guys done now? You know who didn't choke a win, a win this week? Jimmy Garoppolo. You know who had a better week than Drew Locke this week? Gardner Minshew. You know who I'm sure had a better week than uh, uh, Drew Locke this week? Mitchell Trubisky. It's going to be like this all year for you. Dude. Listen, listen. Drew Locke actually had more had had better statistics than um, Sam Darnold, Patrick Mahomes, Tyrod Taylor, Joe Burrow, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Baker Mayfield, Dwayne Haskins, and Gardner Minshew. Yeah, but uh, 75% of those quarterbacks won their game. Yeah. Listen. He lost well. He lost to Ryan Tannehill. He but lost Tannehill to a team. Had, had 249 yards. Yeah, but they missed four field goals. Three field goals and an extra point. Sorry. The Bronchos are the Bronchokes now. Okay, but let's talk about Melvin Gordon. He had a great game. He, he had a great game after Phil Lindsay got hurt. So those two... Drew Locke had a decent game. I think Drew Locke had a, a really good game. And it sucks that, you know, Drew Locke had a good game. It sucked. Sutton didn't play. Von Miller's out for the year. Literally in the last day of practice. What What do you want? What do you want? What, what? more do you want? They literally lost your best receiver. Um, I want that they were up with, like, less than two minutes to win the game. 
or if you're Vance or what's his name? Who's your coach? Vic Fangio. You have three timeouts and you fail to call one until what? 30 seconds left. Come on. Or did he even call timeout? I think he did one. One, yeah. So then you give your you give your offense seventeen seconds to go seventy or like forty yards and get a field goal. Because, Come on. Uh, one, once the Titans got past <clears> like <throat> the Broncos forty yard line, they started running. Yep. You know. You know what? It's okay. It it's a long season, but uh, when you projected a team to go thirteen and three, this is this was a must win game. They're already a third of the way to the loss. This is you predicted. I'm and already, they still got to yeah. play the Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers twice. Yeah. Twice. It's a big oof. So, I'm. Can I change my? Can I change my? No, oh no, you're in it. Nope. If I kept with the fifteen uh, express, you're that's true. The Dude, that's I doubled true. down on the Browns making the playoffs, and they got absolutely ass slapped by the the Ravens. <laughs> and we both made fun of the uh, Miami Marlins, and they're uh, yeah, they're in second place in their division. Mm-hmm. They're looking good, and I think they're twenty-seven and twenty-four or something like that. And uh, that's a little off topic, but you know what? Derek Jeter's done a pretty good job rebuilding that team. No. Mm. I w- you traded away three potential all MLB players now. Hey, but it had, a, it had a lot to do with the money and the contracts. I know it did, but there's still – you have to get better returns for three at, – they're at minimum all-stars. At most, they're the top – they're three of the top ten outfielders in baseball. Well, let's see. Giancarlo Stanton's probably the best raw power hitter. Uh, in baseball, af- in so baseball. maybe uh, Gallo from the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And then he had Christian Yelich, who went on won an MVP. Right. And you have Marcelo Zuna, who's a perennial All-Star caliber player. So yeah, you're you're right. But it wasn't just that he didn't get returns on one of them. He didn't get good returns on any of them. That's yeah, true. But we're getting way off topic. It's football season. It's football season. It's baby. foosball season. It's baseball's foosball going season. down the wayside till uh, yeah. playoffs actually start. Was there any player? Um, I guess on your fans team or just in general that really caught your eye at all? Um, that caught my eye? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Um, I thought uh, all of my fantasy teams performed fairly well except for well, and they, the one the one league I lost in, I still scored like 130 points, but the other guy just had a better week. Nothing I could do about it. Anyone catch my eye? Yeah, um, maybe like on a different team. Oh, the one thing, I, t- I thought Todd Gurley played really well. I thought he looked really good. He really did. Um, um, I, he was not somebody I trusted coming into the year, but he had a great week one. I thought uh, with Big Ben back, Juju looked like Juju again, so that's going to help him a lot. Alvin Kamara had a weird stat line because he had two touchdowns, but he didn't really rush for any yards. Yeah, I think uh, Latavius Murray got more rushing yards, th- uh, more rushing attempts actually than um, Kamara did. Um, a negative, I was surprised Evan Ingram didn't have a big, bigger game than he did. He had a lot of targets, but he only had two catches and he had a few drops. That was disappointing. Um, obviously, like, Cortland Sutton didn't play. Kenny Galladay didn't play. So that's two, you know, probably top 20 receivers that were out. That hurt a lot of people. Had a not a great game. He still had 12 points, at least in most PPR leagues, but not what you want out of a top three pick in the draft. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, that, um, that Steelers defense is special. Yeah, Somebody who really, really had a great week one that kind of came out of nowhere, Raheem Mostert from uh, the Niners. Now that he's the number one, yeah, he, he, he looked good. 25 points. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I was reading up today, a lot of the fantasy experts, at least on ESPN, said while he might not be dropping 20 points 
every week. He is definitely at least the running back to start now. Um, I liked um, not a super, not a big fantasy day, but I think you go to going back to your Broncos. Jerry Judy had a decent game. I think what two or three or two of their top three receivers were out: uh, mm-hmm. Hamler and Sutton. Yep. But he did perform very well. I'll yep. give him that. He had eight targets, four catches. I think he had two drops though. That does that sucks. He had a fumble, but he's you know intro game as a rookie. Um, Rodgers making me look like a genius in week one. Will Fuller making me look like a genius in week one. I'm he telling you, be, yeah. without he's Hopkins gonna there, player. he's going to be their best receiver, and it's and not even he, close. He will be if he can hold on to the ball. Yeah. That offense. The thing about the Texans' offense, they didn't. They it wasn't great against the Chiefs, but it's week one. And they lost a star. They lost a star at receiver. Arguably the best receiver in the league. Maybe at least Arguably. top three. I agree with that. You got David Johnson, who a lot of people were not convinced coming in. I was high on him. He had a great first game. But that offense still has to mesh. I think, was Tunsil hurt week one? I think he was. No, he played. Oh, he played? Yeah, he played. Saw him out there. Did their other tackle get not play then? Right tackle. Yeah. Um, that O-line's got a mesh. They did not look good. Mm-hmm. Frank Clark ate up Tunsil on a few passing plays. Um, they need to mesh, but definitely a lot to look forward to on that Texans offense. I think they might be better than the three of Their offense might be better than the three of us gave them credit for, and I was yeah. kind of high on them to begin with. Yep. But uh, I think uh, surprise over – I don't want to say a surprise, but like a pleasant – like showing was the entire Falcons offense. Like, I mean, I know they were down, so they throw a lot, but Gurley looked good running. Um, Julio Jones went off. Calvin Ridley went off. Matt Ryan looked really good. 450, two touchdowns. And his pick came on a Hail Mary at the end of the game. So he had almost a flawless game. They just, they got outplayed by Russell Wilson, who had, what, four touchdowns? Like 300 yards? It's like nothing you can do about that either. Um, Russell's a freak. Um, Kyler Murray had a really good day. Uh, shout out! Shout out to three of my fantasy teams. Thank God, with 90, 90 something yards rushing, over two hundred passing, three touchdowns. Um, the the Cardinals, man, I'm telling you, they could they're gonna be really good. They're gonna be sneaky good. Oh, you you want to know somebody who did absolutely just shit the bed this week, fantasy wise? Who? who? Mike Evans, one catch for two yards and a touchdown. Yeah, really disappointed. Yeah. I he I was, benched him. I benched him. I know he, he was. So as a uh, Tom Brady guy, well, I I don't I don't pay super hard attention to the Bucks, but he was battling that hamstring going in, so he was super limited. Um, and when he did play, he wasn't at a hundred percent. Still, though, you expect more than one catch yeah. for two yards, even if it was yeah. for a touchdown. That's the saving grace behind it. Yep. But I mean, ESPN had him at a top three, top four receiver. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. What was it? Uh, what was he was up there? Michael Thomas. DeAndre Goodwin Hopkins. Was also up there Mar- too. Yep, good. Yep. Um, I, I mean, it's week one, and Tom Brady, he did not have the best weeks. Two picks, two touchdowns, I think. Yeah, two and two. Um, obviously, you know, Mike Evans had the one touchdown for two yards, what I've been saying. Goodwin, I don't think, had a touchdown, but I think he was Brady's biggest target. So I. Yeah. Maybe he's the wide receiver you want in Tampa Bay. Uh, Ronald Jones looked really good. Yep. So that's a plus. If you uh, if you're a Fournette owner, I leave him on the bench. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm he's, I'm gonna leave stash, him on the bench. Does he have to learn the system first? Is that what's going he's, on? He's been in that offense for all of a week, so it's if gonna that, take he time. Came in midweek, I think he came in like yeah. a Tuesday, Wednesday, yep. type deal. Um, what really would worry me if I not a 
Broncos or not a Buccaneers fan, but if you have Gronk, I'd be worried. Gronk yeah. wasn't targeted, and when it came down to touchdown time, O.J. Howard was the one getting looks at in the red zone Yeah, and not Gronk. Yeah, I would say if you drafted Gronk as your starter, you it's, better have O.J. Howard too. Yeah, you either need to have O.J. Howard or you need to have a solid backup plan. Like, uh, like an, And I say this now, I think Austin Hooper is going to be on the up because David Njoku's out for at least four weeks, maybe longer, probably the year. Um, I mean, if you have a Dawson Hooper, you can rely on him. Maybe you got lucky. You got Gronk and Evan Ingram, but yeah, you're gonna need a you need a backup plan because uh, it's not looking good for Gronk. What what was the stat stat line? Um, he only had like two fantasy points. That's it. Yeah, he didn't have a great game. Let me uh, Gronk him up here. He had two catches for 11 yards. And it's not like he didn't play. I watched as much of the game as I could at work, so I was kind of in between. But I watched a good chunk of it. He was. He was out there. He was playing. Just mm-hmm. I don't know if he dropped some or what. But, yeah, he was not getting much looks. So o- if you're uh, struggling for a tight end, O.J. Howard would be the one to grab. Yeah, if, if he's not already taken. If he is and if he's somebody's backup, try to trade for him because he's going to get the fantasy tight end points in Tampa. think another tight end to look at, too, if you could maybe trade for him or if he's available is T.J. Hawkinson. Got a good week one. Do you 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 already jumping on you already jumping on that bandwagon? I I think he's a I think if you have if you need a backup option I think T.J. Hawkinson's the way to go because right now I don't I think you can still buy low on him like if you offer up a decent like wide receiver two you could get him. Um, oh, sorry, that's my phone. R two D two R two D two ringtone. I'm uh, I'm still cautious on Hawkinson. Uh, after last year, you know, he had an amazing week one against mm-hmm. Arizona, and then. Yeah. Nothing the rest of the year, really. Right, and the matchup favored him against the Bears. They're not great against tight ends. Right. right. I, I'm, I need to see him have at least yeah. four catches for like yeah. average, average yeah. like four and 50. Right, yeah, that's what I need to see a little more. To make him even considered a starter. Yeah, correct. Tight end. I'm just beware of the big week one performances on him because he did it last year and then disappointment yeah. the rest and that's of the why year. i'm yeah. i'm like i'm walking next to the bandwagon right now yeah i'm waiting for something to go it's, it's a wait and see type deal yeah yeah, yeah. it's a it could be di- the one thing i could say that it's different this year is like receivers rookie tight ends do not have great track records coming out their first year another year in the map in the bevel offense who heavily favors tight ends another offseason with stafford it's different than last year, but I would wait another week or two just to be safe. Yeah, just keep an eye on him. Um, if you want to take a shot at him now, uh, now is the time to buy low. Yeah, because because if you he can goes still probably buy low on him. Yeah, because if he goes off for the next like two weeks in a row, then you try to get him. Then it's going to be harder to trade for him. Um, yeah. Another guy I think was roster. He's there's he's available in like seventeen percent of leagues. Was Noah Fant? If he's available, you go get him. He had a great first game. Yeah. He's. Uh, Matthew Barry was high on him. A lot mm-hmm. of the ESPN experts were high on him. Yep. I think all three of us were high on him as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, for sure. Especially, we don't know how long Sutton or KJ Hamler is going to be out in Denver, mm-hmm. but he definitely looks like uh, Locke's favorite target at the moment. Yeah, he was definitely the the safety blanket during that game. Um, he looked like last year. He looked like a rookie tight end, but he had a decent year. Um, last night he looked like an NFL tight end. He looked really good. He's really athletic. He's he's pretty fast for a big guy. Um, yeah, I like Noah Fan a lot going forward. I think he. I think you can. So, I think you can be confident if you start him every week. Right. He's a he's a very solid option to yep. be a starting tight end. And that's like I have I have him in the, our uh, 
I want to say our toxic toxic gamers league. Yeah. Toxic gamers league. And yeah. uh, I have Noah Fan and Hunter Henry. Nice. And I was like, I'm just gonna throw Noah Fan out there to start because I wasn't ready for um, I wasn't ready for Henry because I didn't know how his offense is gonna go. So, yeah. but Henry put up 12 points and then Noah put up 19. So like, and now Noah's playing Pittsburgh, at Pittsburgh. And then uh, Henry's playing KC, so like I don't know what I'm gonna do, so I have to look into that. But right. um, Noah fans not a bad option. Let's wait, wait. Let's talk about okay. So I had to trade um, Aaron Rodgers away to Anthony uh-huh. because I drafted I drafted three wide three quarterbacks and they all had, and two of them had the same buy. Uh-huh. I should have tried. I should have traded Stafford away, but I traded Rodgers away mm-hmm. for Robbie Anderson. I thought you traded the defense. I tr- no. I tr- oh, it was defense. You're was right. Defense, this is yeah. different. This is a different league. So different league. You traded Rodgers for. Rodgers I, Rod- for I tra- no. I traded Rodgers for Big Ben. Mm. That helped me. But this one, I traded uh, Vikings defense for Robbie Anderson. Robbie Henry gave me twenty five and a half fantasy. Yeah, Robbie points. Anderson went off. He went crazy. Um, um I know because DJ Moore was supposed to be the one there, and he, I think he still had like nine points or something fantasy wise. But uh, Robbie Anderson had a day. There's cheesy Cheeto going. Actually, the powder off the Cheeto is called Cheeto. It's like that that Shaq video. He's like, mmm. <laughs> First time you taste coochie. Mmm. And then it starts like freaking out when it starts talking. Okay, 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 okay. You know, girls <clears throat> can buy suppositories to shove up there and make it taste like shit. What? TikTok girls like there's like there's these little things you put you put up your woo and it makes it taste like pineapples or grapefruit. Let's turn this into a sports podcast into the daddy podcast. <laughs> they, what, what would we be? Uh, we'd be the <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Three idiots talk genitals. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded that, so that's gonna be in a bit. Okay, just a soundbite. Yeah. All right. Ready? Three, two. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for that ad break there. Um, oh. So we're gonna talk, go back to kicking it, it talking football. Um, yeah, Spencer, you said you had a guy, another tight end you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah, switching gears from Robbie Anderson, lighten it up. Um, Dallas Goddard, another guy that needs to be rostered. Um, eight catches, I think it was eight receptions, 101 yards and a touchdown. He outproduced Zach Ertz, so that's a thing to watch. Um, he's a, I have him as a backup in one of our leagues. I don't know if he is there yet, but he event, if he keeps producing, he could end up being a top 10 set it and start every week. So... It's another guy to keep on your... If he's available, go pick him up. If not, try to buy low. There's a name to watch. Like Dallas Goddard. Uh, okay, anybody? Not really. No? No. Let's see. Who... Uh, hey, Jay, you had a couple fantasy things. What uh, What do you want to talk about? I think we covered most of it. Really? I think so. Um, trying to think... Uh, Although, if DJ Moore is your number one receiver, you are hurting right now. Yeah, you're SOL. <laughs> you better hope Teddy Bridgewater comes out better next game. Mm-hmm. Listen, that I don't just, think he's that, that good anyway. That does not seem a good match. Bridgewater and Matt Rule in Carolina. Yeah, I mean... I feel like Teddy's more pro-style or whatever the hell the Saints mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Um, air, I, I air raid slash I. <laughs> right. I, I don't think it works well in that spread air raid offense that mm-hmm. Matt Rule ran in Baylor. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like you more want like a Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, you want more of that athlete, big arm quarterback for that Matt Rule offense. 
But, but Bridgewater can run, though. Bridgewater can run. Right? A little bit. A little bit. Not that much. I mean, in, they the, put in the same way Matt Stafford can run. Oh. He had a, I mean, he had a good day. He was 22 for 34, 270, and a touchdown. I'm not saying he's bad. It just seems like I an odd fit. Yeah, It's an odd fit, and I don't know if you can really trust the receiver in that offense. True. Um, Was there a quarterback other than the top three quarterbacks or top two quarterbacks that really stood out to you? Besides Aaron Rodgers? Besides Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, Mahomes and Jackson. Kyler Murray, but yeah. I think he was a projected top five QB this year. Right. Um, what about Jared? What about Jared Goff? He played well. He played really well. He had almost three hundred yards. I, w- I did want to say I forgot to mention a wide receiver that stood out to me was Robert Woods. Had a Dude, really good he night. He had the first like good eight draft pick by Jay. Yeah, he had the first eight passes or something. He like had that. like he had like four catches for sixty yards in the first five minutes. The thing about the Rams' offense is it's still the same as it's been the last three years. Stop mm-hmm. the run. Stop the play action. Golf ain't gonna beat you. Yep. You just gotta Goff, stop the yep. play action, which is hard. But their running game was not great against Dallas, but their play action ate them up. Coop, oh. Uh, Cup had a, he had a kind meh. of a quiet game for him. You had an okay game. But yeah, Robert Woods exploded. Yep. Tore it up. Um, Tyler Higby had an okay game. Yeah. Uh, he had a rough nothing game. Nothing like outstanding, but I think he had like 40 or 50 yards. Uh, a quarterback that stood out, uh, Josh Allen, had a, had a day. Oh, he run the he was run the ball like running, crazy. Yeah, not even so much throwing, but at running, um, he had a really good day. Speaking of the Bills, somebody I mentioned last week who could be like a decent bench ops and proving it today or Sunday, Zach Moss. Zach Moss. I think he actually he was a good the game. leading running or led the Bills in rushing yards as a running back. Really, and he still got the touchdown. Nice. I could, actually, I could be wrong on that. I know he vultured away a touchdown, though, and he still had at least 50 yards on the ground. So uh, He had nine, nine ru- carries yeah. for 11 yards. Oh, never mind. But he had he was three, three, three receptions three for 16. Three for 16 and a touchdown. Yeah. So, I mean, um, still, that's, he's still getting usage. Yeah. I, I mean, Andy's a rookie in his first game, so I think you can consider that usage to go up and – I mean, he got the carry at the goal line, so mm. you know what I'm. I'm you know what I'm pissed about. Mm. I'm pissed that I I was so high on Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Frank Gore uh, had Frank Gore had more yards. Also, well, Le'Veon got hurt. Yeah, he's out for the next at least three what? weeks. He got put yeah, on the he, IR today. Shit. Yeah, he uh, messed his hamstring up pretty good. Damn it. Um, like he was. I guess he hurt it. And then they went into, like, the locker room. He wrapped it. And then I think uh, Adam Gase, like, let him go back in. And after the game, Adam Gase said, he goes, I'm mad at myself for letting him go back in when I knew he probably shouldn't have. But Le'Veon wanted to play. you got to make him happy in anything you can. Yeah. So I know Adam Gase and Le'Veon don't really like each other. But when you got a guy that's that talented, you kind of want him on the field. And the Jets were already down pretty big. So, but, you know, he's hurt. He's going to be out. Frank I wonder Gore's if that was Bell's call, too. It might have been. It might have been. He probably said, hey, how do you feel? Maybe he said, I'm fine. He knows he's fine, but they still, he's not fine. (laughs) Uh, One more more person that stood out for me at quarterback, actually. He might not have had the most impressive debut, but Cam Newton looked really well. Yes. As the Patriots. Not many long throws. He was only, 
He only had 155 yards in the air, but he was 15 for 19, so that's mm-hmm. dink and dunk throws to get used to the offense. He, he had the two rushing, two rushing touchdowns. touchdowns, and I think he had 75 yards rushing. Yep, 75 yeah. yards rushing. So Belichick's letting him do what he wants on the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming later in the season that playbook through the air is going to get opened up a little bit more. I told you. You did tell me. I, I told you. He, obviously, he's not going to be an MVP, but he could be most improved player. He's definitely – that was the thing I thought about Cam Newton. If Belichick can keep him somewhat healthy, he'll design an offense around him because Josh McDaniels, even though he's failed as a head coach elsewhere, he's a really good coordinator. They'll figure something out. And I, it's Belichick is a wizard. He's a warlock. You just – don't know what he's gonna. He's gonna figure out how to win. Right, Edelman still looks like he could mm-hmm. be at least a flex player in that yeah. offense. Nikhil Harry is still. I think he had like five catches for forty yards, something like that. Maybe four uh, catches. Nikhil Harry, he had uh, five catches for thirty-nine yards. I was close. Cool. Yep. Edelman had five catches for fifty-seven Seven, plus yep. a run for twenty-three. Nice. Um, Sony Michelle had like thirty-seven rushing yards and a touchdown. Yeah, and ten rushes. Captain was their leading rusher with I don't fifteen. Know. I guess I'm so. I'm not. I'm. I'm just not gonna take any any Patriots. I. I don't know. I just don't like, feel comfortable. With offensively, it. they're still kind of. You don't. I wouldn't trust any. Right. But I feel like maybe l- keep an eye on Cam Newton. Yeah, and I keep would, an eye on Edelman because they yeah. might be free agents, and I think there's definitely upside, especially. Mm-hmm. Once we get past, like, or once we get four or five weeks in. Yep. Like we said last, I think last episode, I think I said, stay away from the Patriots' backfield. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Um, Sony Michel's probably, I think he's still the starter, but you just don't know who's going to get what snaps because you know James White's going to get touches. Rex Burkhead's going to get touches. Cam Newton's going to run now. I think if you get another week out of Cam like you did week one, I think you can almost think he's a set, he's a set it and forget it starter. I would, at least. I mean, if he's going 50 yards and a touchdown and 150 and a touchdown every week, I'm doing it. Yeah, I mean, although, set it, forget it. That, uh, that is lofty praise. There's only maybe 10 or 11 quarterbacks I'd say that about. He's, he's the number 10 QB this week, according to ESPN. You know? True. But, yeah, we'll I like... It was the Dolphins. Um, if, I, if I may uh, move away from the, pa- the Patriots, a uh, little, little waiver wire this week that I... Uh, I mean, it's pretty universal, but I think Malcolm Brown's a guy everyone wants to go get. Um, really proved himself as the lead back in L.A. I, uh, okay, so I'm going to mute you guys for a second, but we'll put you on mute. So, okay, what I saw with the Rams, um, they tried really hard with they tried really hard with Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. They really pushed him to try. To, they really pushed him. To I know his wasn't the greatest, but he didn't look bad. He I think just what happened was was Malcolm Brown was the hot hand, yeah. and like Sean McVay said after the game, it was Malcolm Brown had the hot hand. We rode him, and he had a, he he played well. I mean, I think he's definitely earned the bulk of the snaps, if you want to call it bulk. I mean, maybe they go sixty forty instead of fifty fifty now. But I think Malcolm Brown in that offense, the way it's set up, um, especially if he's getting eighteen nineteen carries a game, and he's probably going to be the goal line back. I think he's the number one guy you want to add if you need a running back. Um, but, no, the Rams' offense looked really good. The offensive line was what surprised me the most. They actually didn't look like garbage like last year. Yeah. And the Cowboys have a really talented front seven. It didn't help that Leighton Van Der Esch broke his collarbone. Oh, he did break his collarbone. He did break his I collarbone. Did see that. Yes, he did. Because he came out like he was in like the first quarter. First yeah. quarter, he was out. 
Yeah, he broke his collarbone, so he's probably going to be out for the year. Yeah, at least that, at least at point. least half the year. God, there's got to be a curses on Dallas linebackers. Man. Well, he got hurt last year, didn't he? Yeah, he had a neck injury last year. It kept him out all year, well, and then Sean Lee. He looked like he would could be a potential Hall of Fame linebacker. Hurt the next five six years. Injuries. Yep. Jalen Smith. He looks good, but. He's well, got a history of injuries. So. They even moved, uh, they even swapped Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch. They put Vander Esch inside and then put uh, Jalen Smith outside to help protect Vander Esch from injury and collarbone. <laughs> yeah. Football. I mean, it's just like that in sports. Mm-hmm. We all know. Anybody who watches sports, you know, shit uh, like this happens. Injuries happen to everybody. Yeah. But this just ripped the heart out of the Dallas defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I had them as a surprise defensive choice Vander Esch going down really doesn't help um, I think maybe they become like more of a matchup defense now like a picket pick up like when your team's on a bye you mean like pick them up no if you, if you don't have like a top defense mm-hmm. then you play the matchups yep they're they'd be more of oh they're playing Washington this week I'll play them yep or they're playing Which the Bears, play them. I'm sweating but right now because one of my leagues, I have, I have two of my leagues of the Vikings defense, and they just got destroyed. Uh, they played a great They played a great Aaron Rodgers who had four touchdowns and could not contain Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones. True. Yeah, they. I mean, you can't. Do, what He had, um, in our league, our, with John Spencer, mm. Devontae Adams had 43 fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. went off. 43 uh, freaking fantasy offense, points. You've got to take care of Aaron Jones, and you got to take care of Devontae Adams. you got to make Aaron Rodgers look elsewhere because even coming into this year, you knew that's what you had to do, and the Vikings couldn't. I mean, does it help that Everson Griffin got out for the year maybe two, three days before? No. Does it help that they lost uh, Xavier Rhodes? No. But Vikings have usually played Green Bay close the past couple of years, and Aaron Rodgers just going for four touchdowns on him. Yeah. That's not good. Um, what about uh, Joe Burrow? Decent debut. Yeah. Decent debut. Played he gave himself a D uh, though. So played against a very good defense. It was a horrible game to watch, but painful. Painful. Game Did you to see watch. that? Game to watch. It was like <laughs> watching Trubitsky versus Blau last yeah. year. Did that guy end up hurting himself for real? The kicker. The kicker. Yeah, yeah. He kicked it, came down, and like snapped his leg in half. Oh, so what happened? Yeah, like it was either his hamstring or his knee or something, because he couldn't put weight on his leg. It was a 29-year field goal, and he just. Mm-hmm. Like you said, sports are weird. Oh, I always worry so about weird. that for punters and kickers, because there's a lot of pressure on that plant leg. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more, actually, especially punters when they have to jump up to grab a punt and land on that one leg. I am shocked leg injuries don't happen to kickers more often. What was? When was it when the one guy like kicked it and just his knee just like sh- or his foot or uh, it was his knee shattered I think he was in college a couple years back. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And he just kicked it and he was like out for a career pretty much. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right, Jay, we're gonna talk a little bit about David Johnson. Okay. You were high on him. Um, he played well. Let's see where his stat lines are. He had 11 carries for 77 yards and a touchdown, and he was very active in the pass game. Oh, yeah. So, and he's that's a, the important thing because coming into the year, you didn't know how Duke Johnson was because they're. High, I don't know if they're high on Duke Johnson. They do like him, and a lot of people thought Duke Johnson would get the most of the touches in the passing game, but 
the fact that he did have 77 yards rushing and how many receiving did you say? 32 yards. So. Yeah. So and those if, were a lot of dink and dunk kind of things just to get out of trouble. Yeah, I mean, if I know, I think total yards he had like, what, 110 it basically adds up to. Mm-hmm. If he can average you 100 to 10, 120 all-purpose yards and a touchdown every week, you're looking pretty with David Johnson. Yeah. He definitely helped me out in uh, in John's league. I think he had nineteen something, nineteen point five or something points. Um, him and and I have Kamara as my other running back. So I just my the, my top three were Kyler Murray, uh, David Johnson, Calvin Kamara all went off. So yeah, no, I let's that's looking like a good prediction so far. If he can stay healthy, I think mm-hmm. he'll have a very good year. Yeah, he could possibly top five. Yeah, he could be. He could sneak in there. Yeah, especially with Kamara and Saquon having weird week ones. Yeah. Yeah, Kamara. That was that was a weird, um, weird thing that was happening with him. I, I know we already talked about him earlier. Yeah, that was weird. But uh, I don't think it's enough to panic him or Saquon. You don't have to panic yet, but something maybe to keep an eye on. And Kamara was so involved in the pass game, even though he didn't run for a lot of yards, I wouldn't worry about it. He had two was it two receiving touchdowns, and then he had he had at least fifty receiving yards because he had like forty five in one play. Um. I'm not worried about either one. I think uh, that Colts running back situation is going to be fun to watch now that uh, Marlon Mack's out for the year. So oh, if, uh, it's going to be the Jonathan Taylor show. Uh, and then uh, if you need a, another running back, you probably pick up Naheem Hines. He's also, nobody that we, nobody's mentioned yet, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Great week one. That situation is weird because I thought they said Mark Ingram's a starter. I started him. Give me two points, 2.9 points, and I don't know what to do now because I have no other running backs. <laughs> so I'm just kind of SOL. Yeah, I played, but, him, I played him in DraftKings. He didn't do squat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, J.K. Yep. Dobbins, if he's on your bench, he's at least a flex look. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Although you might want to give him one or two more weeks just yep. to make sure. If, but so if it were me, I'd hold out for another week or two. Um, but it looks like he's gonna be getting the bulk, the bulk of the work, um, at least like in the red zone and stuff like that, and the passing game. Um, Mark Ingram still might get some early down work, but you know he's getting a little older. Um, and the the Ravens drafted him to be the back of the future. Right, and so. he fits so well in that offense too. Mm-hmm. Anybody on the Ravens' offense is a must start. Yeah, Marquise Brown, Lamar Jackson. Yep. Um, Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews J.K. Dobbins. Mark Andrews, my man. And the defense, all and of defense, it. Yep. And Tucker. Every fantasy player on the Ravens must start. Yeah, must start. Same with the Chiefs. Same with the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs. We talked a lot about the Chiefs. Uh, um, I know we talked about the Chiefs a lot last week, um, but uh, Hilaire. I mean, let's talk about him again, dude. The dude was the best back in the le- in the in week one. I still stand by my hatred of his ADP, his average draft position, but. If he, he continues to do what he did week one, he's probably going to be RB1, maybe RB2 for the year. I mean, he's, he's in a perfect and offense for it. McCaffrey's still. Yeah. McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, he's still yeah. the best. The running back rankings at the end of the year is going to be really interesting. I mean, like Josh Jacobs, freaking 96 yards and three touchdowns. Right. He had 30 points. Yeah. That was, he went off. Like, it's going to be super interesting. I mean, and. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be – watch out for uh, a running back to keep your eye on, too, is uh, James Robinson in Jacksonville. 
he was the only running back to touch the ball for them, so he could end up getting a lot of a lot of the bulk. So he could end up being maybe a top 15 running back this year. Yeah, but Kansas City, man, that, that offense is ridiculous. Chubb and Hunt both look like they can co- coexist, coexist well in fantasy in Cleveland, although uh, Hunt did get the more rushing attempts this week. Yep. So... And he had more yards. But yeah. he's st- but Chubb's still the red zone running back, at least rushing-wise. Yep. And that, that kind of fits with the narrative of the new Cleveland coaching staff loves Kareem Hunt. Right. So. Um, can't trust Detroit running backs. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Let's talk about AP. I mean, the he dude was good. sixth. He had a... He had a really he looked really good, but DeAndre Swift was the one that got the rushing touchdown. So true that one yard dink. Yeah, back. there's three of them, and we still don't know how they're going to play out. The, the way I, watching that game, the way it played out was in obvious running situations, the Bears stuffed AP, and when he could find a hole or they ran and they, they got him involved in the play action, then he was starting to gash him for 10, 15, and then I think it was 19 yards as longest. So that's, I mean, that's how he got to, what, it was 11 carries for 96. Yeah. Um, he had a really good day, guys, 35 years old, and he, he didn't look 35. I mean, there are times he did, but for the most part he looked good. I mean, DeAndre Swift, too, he, uh, he, had, the, he had the rushing touchdown, and he, sh- he had what should have been the game-winning touchdown in the air. Right. So I think DeAndre Swift's going to end up – Carrion did not see the field much. No, and that's that's worrying. Yeah. Um, because coming into the season before they signed AP, he mm. was he was the guy. He was the number one running yeah. back. If if he's getting, I mean, he's not a great receiving back. Mm-hmm. He proved that last year before he got hurt. Yep. Swift looks to be the passing running back. Yep. Or receiving running back, whichever you want to call it. And then you've got AP running like how he did against the Bears. Mm-hmm. He's still going to get solid touches. He didn't do anything to say he can't keep going. No. Uh, if you've got carry on, um, bench scout that waiver wire because yeah, he's probably the lowest uh, as my three Detroit running backs. Yeah, I value wise. If I'm starting a running back for the Lions next week, it have to be AP. It's AP. Um, I might consider flexing DeAndre Swift just based on the goal line reps. And I still hope you have better options than him because right. it's still hard to trust. Although it is Green Bay, yeah, and they're not the best rushing defense. Also, historically, AP has destroyed Green Bay. Right. It doesn't matter what team he's played for. So I think with Washington last year, he destroyed. He gashed them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, AP is the only one I would I would consider starting. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I th- DeAndre Swift's more like a like a bench stash because I think he's going right. to end up being a high rep guy toward the end of the year. Yeah, if you've got him in like a dynasty league, mm-hmm. he's looking like a good choice. I mean, yep. his, he didn't light up the world in stats. Like his rushing numbers were not great. Yep, and he had the drop touchdown, which that sucks. Cool. Get your rookie mm-hmm. moment out of the way first. Yeah, bad situation. I don't blame him. I yep. don't blame him for the loss or anything. It's disappointing, but he's. I'm rookie. not blaming him. I like. I we talked about it in our chat. I blame the defense for that, but that's I, yeah, I yeah. Well, like the I, don't, I don't like the offense, but um, I'm sorry, but though. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, it, that's on bevel. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I guess like I'm a Detroit fan. So like, it didn't help. There two. We had two corners. Oh, had, what three corners? Linebacker. Yeah, uh, like. Yeah, well, Justin it, Coleman's on IR. You right. lost uh, Desmond Trufant for the game. So then who's your best oh. corner? Uh, oh, who didn't play? Uh, what is it? The dude from Penn State. Arawarie. Uh, um, who is the, the corner playing nickel to start the game? I don't remember his name. It wasn't 
the dude from Penn State is somebody else. Ah, uh, God, what's his name? I forgot his name. I know, um, I, I know you're talking about. But uh, I don't know if you saw. I don't know who it was on Twitter today, but I think it was one of the Detroit media guys. He had the second highest uh, pro football focus rating before the Lions' two cornerbacks got hurt. Hmm. He had the second highest rating out of any player from the Lions that game. Nice. Well, that's good. Um, but obviously, Coleman's going to be out for a while. You're hoping um, Okuda plays against Green Bay. Well, Coleman's out. Coleman's on IR, which means he could come back week five at the earliest. I think week four. I think it's minimum three weeks. Is it minimum yeah, three? Yeah, I thought now? it was three. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was four. Although okay, I don't three. know how it works putting on IR. I don't know if this counts as week two or if it's still counted as week one when they put him on there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I th- um, I think I think week one because they were they were talking about somebody else on the fantasy show today and they said he'd come back week four. Okay, so yeah, so he's out till at least week at least four. Week four. You got Green Bay next. You got Green Bay this week. You got Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You need. You got a true font's probably not going to be a hundred percent. Who's going to cover Adams? Who's going to cover Adams? It's, if true font plays, it's going to be true font. So yeah. even if he's not a hundred percent. Yeah, probably they're not going to put Okuda on him. No, you got to double coverage Adams. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to find some way to double cover him, Tracy Walker, something. Tracy um, Walker, yeah. Yeah, you got to hope to God Okuda can play. Yeah, because you get you need the depth. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Collins is going to play. He didn't get suspended any more games. Yep. I don't think he should have gotten ejected in the first place. No, and if you watch the it, replay of that, the ref leaned in. It was a hundred percent a penalty. The not only did, I don't know if he leaned in, but he definitely did not get out of the way. And Collins' head down was down for at least three seconds. He was showing what happened. The ref did not get out of the way. You can give him a 15-yard penalty. Throwing him out of the game was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah was, I agree. That was over the top. The penalty was, was I didn't mind the penalty at all. No. Like, if you touch a ref, you're going to get penalized. Right. But, like, really, you're going to throw him out because he was trying to demonstrate what Montgomery was doing? Stop it. That's like ejecting Djokovic for hitting the bla- the ball lady in the neck. <laughs> God, hey, he didn't even hit the ref in the neck. No, I think he. I think. No, I think. Like, uh, the ref I think he sold it though. I think he, he sold it. it. Yeah, that ref was like. No, you watch the replay and the ref standing there. And he's like this, and then he goes like that with his shoulder, and he's like flag. He leaned into him. I didn't see the lean in, but oh, he, he leaned. He definitely could have gotten out of the way. He wanted Collins to move, and Collins didn't because he had his head down already. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, that, that. that sucks when your your number one line, your number one ten million dollar linebacker gets ejected in the second quarter. Right. Then you got to f- put Jelani Tavai in. God. Oh Another God. About that game, still no pressure. No pressure at all. It was looking they, good I for a while though. Had, well, Chicago didn't get much pressure either. I think they both ended the game with two sacks mm-hmm. each team. But. But it's just like the main. Frustrating. I- it is frustrating, especially since the coaching staff knew in the off season your main issue was. Pass rush. Well, but didn't address f- it. Yeah, but I don't know how well you could address it. Um, Chase Young was already gone at three. I th- still think Okuda was the right pick. I think Swift was the good was a good pick in the second round. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see much of the game to be honest with you guys, so I don't know how. Uh, oh, what's his name from Notre Dame, Julian? He almost he wasn't gonna dress, but they ended up dressing him because he was banged up and worked okay. in practice. Uh, I don't know how much he played though. But yeah, it just is what it is. You, we has to be a bounce back week against the Packers. Um, there's a very good like all the Lions fans that listen to us. There's a just be patient. It's a very good chance they start zero four. 
Who do they play after Green Bay? Uh, it's at Green Bay. Hold on. It's at Green Bay at Cardinals. Although versus I, Saints at home. I don't. Yeah, I don't like that schedule. Wait, at all. what are the, what were the last two? It's at Green Bay at Arizona and then the Saints at home. I think they can beat Green Bay because the last two or three years they've played Green Bay fairly close or very close. Mm-hmm. Even one, I might be more than half their games against Green Bay. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. So I it'll be a close game next week or this week. Arizona should be another close game, but you gotta come prepared for Arizona. I don't think defense can do anything against that offense. I don't. We'll see. Last year, Detroit held them in check for the first half. Yeah, but that was Kyler Murray's first game. Right, but still, they couldn't stop Detroit. It was a shootout. It was a tie. <laughs> Excuse me, Siri. She's <laughs> just talking out of her butt. Yeah, that game was a tie. Uh, I think it's it's winnable. It's winnable. If you're a team like, like Detroit who has playoff expectations, it's a game you got to win. To be honest, if you look at the schedule, they have um, Green Bay, Cardinals, Saints, Jaguars, Falcons, Colts, and Vikings. I mean, the Colts just lost to the Jaguars, so... Yeah, but if you... Okay, looking at I that... Still have, I still have no faith in Phillip Rivers. Is, is Atlanta at home or away? It's at Atlanta. I, I'm, I'm looking at... I'm looking two and seven right in the face. Same. That's what, me too. Be. It could be, but... I mean, I'm I'm hopeful they play better than that and they go four and five, five and four, but I just I I don't think you're beating Green Bay next week. I don't see it. It's winnable, I, but I don't think they do it. I think plus more into the season because Stafford did not look he looked rusty. Yeah, considering that it was a shortened off season and he didn't play like the last ten games. I think it was a la- he was out nine after week nine, so it was the last. Eight weeks, nine yeah, weeks. So he missed the last eight games. Had a mm-hmm. short off season. He's gonna look rusty. He will get better. They, sh- yeah. Kenny Galladay comes back. Kenny Galladay comes back. I think they'll beat yep. Arizona. I think they'll beat Atlanta. If you make the playoffs, those are the games you have to win. You gotta beat Green Bay. You gotta beat Atlanta. You gotta beat. I'm not. Arizona. What worries me about Atlanta? Bears, but I'm worried about Atlanta because I don't know how. I don't know if the defense can stop that offense. I, I don't, don't know either. But Matty Ice, he's. He puts up numbers, but he'll throw away games too. Well, I mean, he—the th- issue with the, their their loss was, and it wasn't Matty Ice. It was well, their. I'm not even talking about this year. I'm talking about his whole. Career. Oh yeah, his he'll whole career. Yeah. Good numbers, but he like games you'll think they should win. He throws stinkers, so mm-hmm. it's a game you can win. Yeah. It's, it's now a game you need to win if you're going to make the playoffs. But it, but it could be worst case scenario, like you said. Since especially since it's Lions, they could be between seven. I mean, yeah. God, look at the Jaguars. They played fairly well against the Colts, and the Colts have a better defense than the Lions do. Yeah. So, um, I was never a fan of Philip Rivers with the Colts, so yeah. it doesn't surprise. It doesn't shock me with that loss. I was shocked they lost because I didn't think the Jaguars' offense would be able to do much of anything against the Colts' defense. But obviously, Gardner Minshew had other plans. Yeah, he. Where um, look, where's the str- where's their strength on defense? It's their linebackers. Yeah, they don't have to run. I think Detroit's Detroit offensively is way better than the Jaguars. Yeah, defensively, I don't know. After watching uh, Trubisky tear him up once again, I can't be sure. Trubisky, God, I don't know. I'll say that the more pocket passer the quarterback is, the more faith I have the Lions to stop him. It's those athletic quarterbacks that always give. Uh, Patricia Fitz, yeah, which is not great for the Arizona game, but yeah, I just think it all relies on pressure. We need more. 
pressure. Well, the problem is we don't have great depth on the D line, so late right. game they get they get exhausted and fatigued, and then they're just standing up or, getting beat. Or if you could kill the clock like good teams do, you've got three above average running backs, and you can't salt mm-hmm. away two minutes. That's true. I think the problem too is like it's I the message. same as it's the same as last year where Daryl Bevel's calling runs, but it's the same it's the same shit over and over again. You're just running it up the middle. You're running it up the middle, it's like. Run, run, and this is what I hate too. Your offensive line is not that good. They're okay, especially with your starting right tackle out for week one. Yeah, your zone, run a zone run scheme. It's not that hard. Zone in Seattle too. Yeah, run a zone run, and it's it's. I don't know why they're running this like one one v one blocking running scheme. I don't get it. The zone runs, or or I don't know. You drafted a kid first pick, second pick in the first round. Use DeAndre Swift in the passing game. Run swing routes, check downs. Just keep him in bounds at the clock run. Tr- let the kid make a move. Let Running him make a play. Screens. Yeah, why not? You know, it won't hurt anything. It's it's a high percentage play. If he gets tackled for a loss, he gets tackled yeah. for a loss. It keeps him in bounds. It keeps the clock I mean, running. It, if, and if even if you don't want to heavy run it because you know it's not going to work, mm-hmm. short, safe passing game. Yeah. Just, I just don't trust an offensive line that's got a rookie right guard uh, was it Joe Dahl starting at left guard? Um, you you have a you have a decent left tackle. You've got an up and coming center, and then your ten million dollar right tackle was hurt and didn't play. And we don't even know if he's going to be good. He didn't prove anything in Philly. They just um, gave him a bunch of money. One good thing he did ha- he was known for in Philly was his run blocking. Yeah, which w- which should help. Yes, hopefully but. it helped. I think. Offensively, I think they'll do better against Green Bay because mm-hmm. outside of their – well, they've got an athletic secondary. They've got good pass rushers, but I still don't have them Bears level. I think they should do better against Green Bay. Yeah. They need to do better against Green Bay. I'll, I'll say this. If they go 0-4, Patricia better be out the door. And Bob Quinn. Oh, both of them. Quinn, Trish, they're a package deal. Right. If Patricia's getting fired, Quinn's going with him. And I hate to start it. I hate to start over. Because if you start over again, you're looking at the next regime, really looking at trading Matthew Stafford. And I, I, I do love Matt Stafford, and that would kill me. And it would kill me too. But at the same time, I th- a change of, a change of scenery would probably be good for him. Yeah. Could you imagine Stafford? With, where would he go? There was, Colts. The uh, Valenia said Colts, possibly the Buccaneers. Possibly, hell, possibly the Saints. Maybe even the Chargers. The Chargers, you yeah. Put you throw Stafford in there for three for or four years, then you have Herbert ready to take over. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to wait that long for Herbert, so maybe right. that's how. May, I think Tyrod Taylor's a one or two year deal thing. Yeah, and but then Herbert time if they don't go to it this year. But yeah, you could be looking. I don't think Tampa Bay's an option because you're paying Tom a lot for three years. Are they signed him to a two-year two year deal? Two year with, deal say with he has a bad year and retires. Yeah, that's true. That ha- there's, yeah. there's a lot of variables. Tampa Bay, New England, depending on what Belichick wants to do, if he wants to go playoffs right now, yeah, he could get Stafford. Um, Saints has too much loyalty to Breeze. It won't be over till he's done and retired. He's going to retire after this year. Um, I'm convinced of it. I, I, I think Breeze is gone. I, I think that's why they went to all that trouble to try to get Clowney. If you're Dallas and you let Prescott walk. Imagine Stafford with that offense. Yeah, Stafford. Imagine Stafford with one of the top three offensive lines. Stafford, Zeke, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Stafford's from Dallas, from the Dallas area. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones, he fits that. I'm mm. gonna, we're gonna win games. Yep, it would be a huge deal. 
And and at this point with the contract he has, that's a good contract. Right. It's a steal compared to what Dak wants. Oh yeah, Dak wants what forty million. Right. And so Stafford's making twenty seven. Yeah, he wants so to be the if, highest paid quarterback. If Quinn, if Quinn goes, I don't know, because this is if this if you want a quarterback, this would be the year to be bad. Yeah. And the Lions won't have that Justin Fields. Um, Trevor Lawrence, they won't be picking in that area. Yeah. Unfortunately. So. But what? What if? What if they get number one, number two? So, like, so like say they. Well, Stafford would have to get hurt. Stafford would have to get hurt, or they'd have to like start zero and four, zero and six, and then fire the regime and have someone come in and trade him before the trade deadline. And. That's highly unlikely. A a replacement, non like a what you call it, a fill-in GM is not going to trade Matt Stafford. No. It's not gonna they would happen. they'd wait till the off the off season. Yeah. So, but yeah, the only way would if Stafford got hurt again. But like, say Stafford gets hurt again, and they go two and fourteen or three and thirteen, they have a top three pick. Yeah, you have you, to be looking at Lawrence or Fields. You have to be, and you have to think, well, we're gonna trade Stafford before the draft, get some draft capital along with it. Then you use that pick, and honestly, like depending on where you are, if you're at one, I'm taking Lawrence. If I'm at two or three, and Lawrence is gone, I'm fine with Justin Fields. Yeah, especially if you want to move towards that mm-hmm. spread air raid yeah, offense yeah, that a lot of quarterback. teams are going to. And I know Lawrence is technically a pocket passer, but the dude can run if he has to. He can. So he's athletic. Yes. I mean, he's, he's what What do they call him, the best prospect since Peyton Manning? Uh, Andrew Luck, at least. Or since really? Andrew Luck, yeah. That's what the – Trevor Lawrence, Andrew they said Luck. he's – I said Andrew he, Luck. he Andrew Luck and uh, Peyton Manning, he's the best one since those two. Mm-hmm. That's well, some uh, big shoes to fill. One of Natty as a freshman, went to the Natty again as a sophomore. He's probably going to go to the Natty again as a junior. And if he would have been – after his, he would have been the number one pick after his freshman year. Oh, yeah. Easily. He would have been the number one pick the last three years. And not even, not even close. And, I mean, like, I love Tua, but Trevor Lawrence is better. Right. So, and, and yeah. No, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. I would l- – I mean, if – only if Stafford got hurt again, I would love for them to tank and go get him. Yeah. I, and, and especially since, like, I mean, the trade value for Stafford goes down, but at the same time, you're getting a guy that's probably going to be the, one of the futures of the NFL. Hopefully he can help change your, your culture. I mean, you're getting another – technically, you're, you're getting another Stafford, right, right? That's how we treated Stafford back in the day. He's more athletic, though. I, mean, I know what I'm saying, like you're, – you're get, Yeah, you're getting, you're getting another – you're, you're getting an A-plus prospect, yeah. And like, I, and like I said, all the Stafford talk's killing me because I've loved Stafford mm-hmm. the moment he got drafted to Detroit. I'm yep. probably his biggest defender on this podcast, Yeah, and it would kill me to see him in another oh, jersey. Well, yeah. Although, if he did leave Detroit, I would root like hell for him to win a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, I would too. Because I, th- I think in any other, I think if he was in a better situation, he'd probably have a couple Super Bowls by now. So I'll see if they show a replay because that was – he grabbed that offensive rebound and slammed it home. NFL talk right now. Uh, game 7, Nuggets, Clippers right now. Live, say, live during our recording? Yeah, say if Denver pulls it out, wins Game 7, who is the bigger disappointment, the Clippers or the Bucks this season? Oof. I'm still going to go, ooh. I'd still got to go the Bucks. Yeah, because the, the Bucks have, like, literally I mean, I number know the Bucks like, have the second best record in the NBA, but... Best record. Oh, they did? They beat out the Lakers? Mm-hmm. Well, they had the best... Le- record but still you paid a shit ton for Kawhi and Paul George and you didn't make it you didn't even make it to the conference finals yeah I'm gonna actually both look bad I think I'm gonna go with the Bucks because the way they got beat by the heat yeah after that's just that's just laughing in the face after last year the Bucks were like 
the perennial favorite to go to the finals from the East, and it shouldn't have been close. I, I only say the Clippers because two reasons: a, they paid a crap ton of money for Paul George, and yeah. a lot of picks, and a lot of yeah, a lot of capital. They yeah, pay, they gave up a lot just to lose in the get the game the series before the conference right. finals. For Kawhi and Paul George, and uh, Kawhi's coming off an insane playoff performance where he led Toronto to a finals win. That's true. Yeah, I'd coming s- after that, that's why I would say Clippers. Yeah, that's true. Bucks were disappointed big last thing. year, disappointed this year. Yeah, I'd go. I'd still go Clippers. Yeah. I, I'm still. I, I gotta stick with the Bucks because Giannis is gonna get another MVP. You have a, you have a start, another star player in Chris Middleton. Uh, you have Lopez at center, who's an above average center, and you've got they have good role players well, like Pat Connaughton, Tony Snell. It's just like I just I can after like I said after last year they had the best record they lost in the conference finals this year it was supposed to be easily the Bucks in the finals and maybe winning it all right and then they get knocked out well, again I will say Clippers were supposed to be the were the finals out were the favorites out of the West too yeah I mean I before this started back up I think um, I think plus bef- you look at what they gave away to uh, Oklahoma City and Oklahoma City came in and almost upset the Rockets with mainly the players they got from the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, that and was the, wild. And Oklahoma City's got all that draft capital too. So draft capital, oh, stupid. Very, they have a young, a great young player they can build around. Yep, yep. This is painful for the Clippers. It really is, especially if the Lakers win it, end up winning it all. And they're almost down twenty points right now. Well, and I say I say the Bucks too because they're down thirteen. Giannis is Giannis is a free agent. Is he gonna walk though? There's if, rumors. There's rumors that he might because he he said he had a meeting with the Bucks owner. It went well, but they said they're not gonna talk again until he comes back from his vacation. But what team's got the money to sign him? Lakers don't. Lakers the Pistons, don't. Miami, the Pistons got him. The Pistons have the, have the money to do it. I don't think he would come to Detroit. I mean, you know what? Actually, I, I think, think he could. If hell. you could get, if he, if he needs, he, he's gonna want help, right? You have a high draft pick, but he, you're literally going from the Bucks that have mediocre help to the Pistons that have mediocre to not well, even any help. Do we have the Bucks still year? have Middleton and Lopez? Do we have another year of Blake, or is he gone? Now? We have You've one. Got year. another year of Blake, yes. but you have to resign Chris Wood. Oh, you have to. I don't think he'll command max money, well, though. Act, yeah, they're well, saying he will. Wait, they're really? saying he's, yeah. he's well, saying he's... I'm, I'm thinking if you can lock down Giannis, I think you could get Chris Wood to sign for less. And be like, hey, we'll sign you to a two- or three-year deal. Once Blake's contract's up, we'll give you more because we can afford more with Blake coming off. So you'd have the Greek freak. You'd have a solid center. You'd, you'd have, have a great have, draft uh, point Derek guard. Rose, Derek Rose. Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. And then uh, uh, Seku. Seku. Seku Dumboye. And then whoever you're drafting at f- seven, but I, I like this is all speculation. I don't think Giannis comes here. I don't know if Giannis. Goes. I think if I mean, if I, I mean, I just don't know who can afford him. I just know Detroit's got a lot of cap money to throw around. You um, could. I, I know Miami is is up. Miami's in there. got money. Do they? Because yeah. The oh only, hell, he'd be going to Miami then. He's the, gonna the go. Ma- yeah. The only max player I think they have is, is Butler. Uh, is Butler? Yeah, you, it would be stupid not to go to uh, Miami. You have Butler. You've got. Um, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. the center. Bam, uh, Bam at a bio. Bio. Duncan, Duncan Robinson. Little Pistons and, need to hold out. And still and a solid Duncan. point guard with Duncan, uh, or not Duncan, uh, Gorgon Dragic. Gorgon Dragic, yeah. But yeah, he's a nice Even though he's a presence. free agent this offseason, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. If, and he'll probably walk if they have a chance to get uh, Giannis. And, the, and I think the Clippers are still going to have a shot at winning it next year. Oh, they should. I'm just saying it is incredibly disappointed. Consider they're down 15 with two... Uh, 240 left, they're out. The Nuggets are good, though. Nuggets are good. 
I mean, you got a superstar in Jokic. You've got a superstar in Jamal Murray. Uh, you have Gary Harris, a good role player. Monte Morris, a good backup point guard. I don't really know. Uh, do they still have Paul Millsap? I'm not. Oh, 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 my, oh God. my gosh. What's that? that Murray? Jamal Murray. Dude, he is filthy. So for the listeners who can only hear us why we're freaking out, step back one-legged three from the what? Nuggets the dash. 20. Oh, it was a dagger. Oh my god! That Murray three—he's—he might be the hottest player in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Like him and Mitchell were the hottest boys out there. God. So no. so it's gonna be—it's gonna be Nuggets. It's gonna be Nuggets Lakers. Obviously, you've got AD and Jokic. Yep. They cancel each other out. Although Jokic is probably the better offensive player, considering he scores from everywhere. I mean, he I keep, mean, AD's he's probably range, better man. down low. He's he does got have range, range, but Anthony Davis is. They're, I think they're on par with each other. Anthony Davis has it more down low. Jokic has the range. Anthony Davis can shoot threes, though. Nah, like Jokic can. I, mm, yeah, I think he can. I don't think so. I think he can. I mean, obviously, you've got really nobody to guard LeBron, but who are you guarding against? Uh, who are you putting on Jamal Murray? Are you putting LeBron on him? It's probably going to be Rondo. It's probably going to be Rondo. LeBron's probably going to end up guarding, like, Paul Millsap. They might maybe they run like a man zone. I don't know. And then you got Gary Harris, who's a damn good defender. He's a good defender, a decent three point shooter. Uh, we'll see. It'll be an interesting series. It will be. I think the Lakers are favored, but I don't. It would not surprise me if the Nuggets pull another upset. Like I said in our our group chat last night, I don't. I think the winner of the West wins the finals. I don't think the East really has a chance. I mean, my I, I think the Celtics are good, but he's been throwing up FUs to every Eastern Conference team. Very Somebody true. said the Heat are the closest thing we've had to the 2004 Pistons since the 2004 Pistons. Uh, yeah, I don't know because Toronto had a superstar. They had, but they were still the second biggest underdogs to win a finals behind the Pistons. But they had Kawhi. I know. The but Pistons exactly. never had a superstar. Miami, you've got Jimmy. Butler. Is Jimmy Butler a superstar He's though? Kawhi, but he has been playing like a superstar. Yeah. In playoffs. He's a superstar he tier. High, yeah. If he stays high. Yeah, damn dog. Didn't expect that. I thought the Clips would take it. I think this makes the Clippers like 0-8 all-time in Game 7s to advance to the Conference Finals. Sucks. Like, what do you do if you're the Clippers? You can't. It's not possible to get better. You don't have the money. You don't have the draft capital to move up or trade for somebody. Like, you've, you've got Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly, uh, Lou Williams, Landry Shamit, um... Uh, what's his name? The big dude with the with the dreads. Uh, from he went to Louisville. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Big dude. Dreads. Oh, he's a steal in the sixth man of the year. Yeah, with the Louisville. Um, uh, Harlem. Uh, um, I know you're talking about. Yeah, that guy. Montrez Harrell. Yeah. Yes, Montrez Harrell. It was an H. Yeah. But yeah, no. If you're yeah, you're the Clippers. You you can't improve your team much more than it already is. Um, they go like, get Giannis. Lakers can't really. <laughs> Lakers can't really improve too much either if AD resigns. Yeah. But I've heard rumors where if you're uh, Denver, you trade maybe your first and um, uh, Gary Harris to Detroit for cap space. Yeah. And maybe pick up somebody like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Derrick Rose. I would love to have Giannis in yeah. Pistons jersey, dude. Um, like, what if, what if AD leaves LA and then the Lakers are like, Giannis? Imagine LeBron and Giannis on the same team. Be stupid. stupid. You have the two most ath- like athletic freaks in the league on your team. You would do alley oops all day. I'm honestly um, happy the Clips are losing. So let's let's finish off this podcast with back to NFL. But let's do Week Two um, pickums. Um, after this after this week, I'm gonna count what our Week Two up to Week Two our results are, and we're gonna have a little contest. Cool. Sure. Cool with that. I like that. All right. Um, let's start with. Um, hold on, I gotta say good night. Uh, Thursday night, I'll Thursday night game. Browns, uh, Browns, Bengals. Cleveland is favored by five and a half. Cool, I'm you doing that? Like Browns it. with the points. Browns. Yeah, I'm thinking Browns with the points. Browns with the points. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, easy. Uh, Lions versus Packers. Packers favored by six. I think uh, the Lions cover the spread. Lions cover. Packers win. Yeah. Only because I said the Lions would make the playoffs, I'll go Lions. Uh, you've got Giants at Bears. Bears are five and a half point favorites. Give um, me the Giants to cover. Giants cover. Giants cover easy. I, I think the Giants win. Actually, I think the Giants defense will be way better than I what the... I don't trust Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, he tore up Detroit, but what else is new? Give me Detroit. an improved Daniel Jones and Saquon having a better week. Give me the Giants. I'll take Giants too. Uh, to cover the points, maybe not. To, I don't know. I don't want to go outright and say they win, but I'll take the Giants for the points. Uh, next game: Falcons at Cowboys. Dallas four-point favorites. Falcons. 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 Yeah. Falcons. Cowboys are, Cowboys are ass. I think Falcons win by two touchdowns. Two. Two touchdowns. I'm gonna take the Falcons to cover the points. I'll take the Falcons to win. Me too. All right. Next okay, game: Jaguars. Titans. Titans nine-point favorites. Give me the Jags to cover the spread, but Titans win. Titans cover the spread. I think Titans cover nine oh, points. Yeah, I, I, I just I don't think the Titans are gonna. I don't think the Titans will make the same mistakes that Indy did. I don't, and they're not gonna throw two picks. I don't, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is gonna make the make the same mistakes Rivers does because Ryan Tannehill's more responsible, makes better decisions. Philip Rivers is more gunsling it and just hope hope and pray. All right. It's risky, but I'm taking the Titans. So next one, uh, Vikings, Colts, Colts, three-point favorites. Oh, give me the Vikings. Give me the Vikings as well. Oh, Vikings, I think Vikings blow them out. All right, next matchup, Bills, Dolphins, Buffalo favored by five and a half. Oh, I think, yeah, I think Buffalo blows them, blows Dolphins out of the water. Yeah, give me Buffalo as well. I'll take Buffalo. Um... Niners, Jets, Niners favored by a touchdown. Oh, Niners. more than that. It's going to be more than that. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, more than Buff- that. Buffalo's got a good defense, and they shut down the Jets completely. I'm going to take the Niners. Yeah, same. Yep, Niners for me as well. Eagles, Rams. Eagles favored by a point. No. Rams uh, win by a field goal. I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, uh, back-to-back weeks, I'm taking the Rams. It, it is in Philadelphia, by the way. I way the Rams looked last week against Cowboys, I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, I'll take the Rams as well. Nope. Uh, Steelers Broncos Steelers seven and a half point favorites. That's a big number. Let's see. Assuming Cortland Sutton's healthy, Broncos cover. Steelers win. I'll agree. Um, I can see that being like a like a twenty four seventeen or maybe like a yeah. twenty seven twenty three kind of game. I'm gonna say Broncos yeah. cover. Broncos win. Because I have. Well, you don't have to say they cover then. Oh yeah, they're gonna win. So I say they win. I say they win. 
And I say they, I say Drew Locke has two touchdowns. He scorches that Steelers defense. Okay. Sutton with Sutton healthy scorches the defense. Another big number for the spread: Panthers, Buccaneers, Tampa favored by nine. Panthers cover, Bucks win. Same. Nine. Nine. Oh. Nine's way too big. God, nine's way too big. I much. feel like by Sunday that's going to be smaller as the I, betting I, I lines think go. So too. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll probably end around four or five. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of people throwing money on the on the Panthers, especially since they look pretty good. At, they look decent against the Raiders. Yeah. Panthers to cover for me as well. Same. Um, Washington, Arizona. Arizona, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Spencer, you the only one that picked Washington last week. You picked Washington to win last week. Spencer, no dummy, bro. (laughs) Wait, did I pick him to win outright? You picked them to win outright. I like it. Nice. And me and Jay were like, nah. I knew I picked him to cover. I didn't know I picked him to win. You did. You were like, no, because you said, oh, they'll cover. But then you were like, no, wait, they're going to win. Oh, this week, I'm going to roll with Cardinals. Uh, taking the spread or no? Six and a half. Yeah, Cardinals with the points. Yeah, they cover. I think uh, I think they win by at least seven. Same. Like, I, I love that Washington made me look good last week, but I only took them because it was at Washington, and they have a really good defensive line, and, and I did not trust Philly's O-line or their receivers. So, yeah, give me, give me damn it, Cardinals. Same. Dip. Washington loses by two touchdowns to Kyler Murray. Kyler so you're Murray. taking Arizona with the points? Wait, yeah, way All more right. than that. Next game, Chargers-Chiefs. Chiefs, eight-and-a-half-point favorites. <sighs> it's a big spread. It okay, is. yes, I think. And th- it's mm. in uh, L.A. Mm. There's no fans in L.A., right? No. It doesn't really matter. Not. No, it's not because they didn't have any fans in the Rams it's, game. No, it's um, the Chargers' first game at the new stadium. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that offense is not gonna catch, is not gonna is not gonna keep up with the Chiefs. I don't trust the quarterback play. Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. I'm gonna say yeah. I think I think the- Chiefs are get over way over that spread. Yeah, that Chief, give me the Chiefs. They'll cover. They, 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 uh, they, I think they win by ten. Me too. I say, I would say ten is they'd win by ten as well. No. Next game, another big spread. This one's a little tricky for me. Ravens Texans at Houston. Baltimore favored by a touchdown. Is that an eight o'clock game? No, it's four twenty-five. I'm going to say I'll, Texans mm. cover the spread, but Ravens win. Same. I think the Ravens win the game. I think the Texans will keep it within within the seven. I'm saying it's probably a three, four-point game. Yeah, Texans cover the spread. I don't think they're going to have a, a, a clunker like they did week one. Oh it's man, interesting Sunday night game though. Yeah, yeah it is. I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, the Ravens as well. All right. So Sunday night game, Patriots Seahawks in Seattle. Seahawks favored by three and a half. I'm going to go with Seahawks outright. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to call it. Patriots win. Patriots win. Field goal. Seahawks outright. Okay. Last game, Monday night. Interesting game Monday night, too. Saints Raiders in Las Vegas. Saints favored by six. Spencer, you won't pick the Raiders. You won't. Because Gar's so good. I say Raiders cover, but Saints win. Girl, girl, so I, was, good. I agree with Jay. Raiders cover Saints win. Damn. I I'm think Josh Jacobs and the Raiders control the time of possession. <laughs> trying to bait me. But I think Drew, Re- Drew Brees is too much for the Raiders. I'm trying to bait like, you I'm an idiot, idiot, but I'm not that big. I'm, I'm trying to bait you and taking the... I can't. I mean, I... I like the Raiders. I think they've they've improved a lot. I just don't. Listen, don't Thomas. Thomas isn't playing. Number one, literally number one receiver in the in the NFL last year. Or right. One of them. I just still think the Saints are going to have too much. They still have Alvin Kamara. They still have Emmanuel Sanders. They, they'll probably use Taysom Hill more. Yeah. Um, 
and I think they, they signed some other little little speedy receiver dude. So um, Jared Cook's there. I'm I'm not worried. I think Saints win. It'll probably be uh, it's probably gonna be a three to four point game. I think the Raiders. I think the Saints are gonna control it. The Raiders will keep it close enough to cover the spread. Damn, uh, that was gonna get Spencer, you. Spencer, can you turn it to NBCSN? All right, guys. Thank you guys for watching this podcast. Uh, we what? All the time. Do I say watch all the time? Yes. Yeah. God. You're, you're, in, you're, you're still in the streaming I'm still habit. in my YouTube streaming mode. Okay. Sparky D here. Sparky D here. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Anywhere else you can find um, our podcast. We're on six platforms now. I think seven, actually. Um, and we have socials as well. So be sure to check those out at 3idiotsports. Um, on Facebook and Instagram and at 3 Idiots Sport 3 at 3 Idiots um, on uh, Twitter. So make sure you be sure to follow us on there. And uh, yeah, and go to lifefields.com, get that code 3 Idiots, 10% off anything over a dollar. Help us out. Help us out, please. We need it. Yeah, um, we appreciate yeah, it. We do appreciate everybody. And we appreciate everybody that's uh, helping us out here with this. And I appreciate you guys. You guys are my boys. Well, thank you guys for helping doing this podcast with me. Will, um, the, uh, will, will, the, will the Broncos help dip out this week? Broncos will. Find out next time. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Broncos will help me next week. I promise the Broncos are going to get better. Well, sealing what the Steelers did to the Giants offense. Yeah. And I'm higher on the Giants offense than the Broncos. That scares me. Yeah. That scares me. I don't know if I'd go higher oh wait, on, the, on the Giants offense. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say I'm higher on them than the Broncos. But I like Daniel Jones more. Obviously, I like Saquon more than Gordon and Lindsay. Receivers, when healthy, go Broncos. Tight ends, kind of a wash. Yeah. Offensive line is both are meh. Meh. So, I don't know. I'd still say Giants. Offensive line goes to the Broncos just because they have Graham Glasgow. <laughs> All right. they're starting left tackles <laughs> out for the year. True. Oof. Oof. All, All right. right, guys. We'll see you later. Yep. Bye. Bye.